Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Full of Herself podcast. I am your host, Alexa Martinez, and I am so excited to have you here. If you are new to the Full of Herself podcast, welcome. We are so grateful that you are taking some time to hang out and listen to today's very special episode. And if you're a returning listener, hello, I love you. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here. I've been having so many incredible conversations with so many of you about the chats and the deep dives that we're doing on the podcast recently. There's just been so much value as I unpack my own experience, as I unpack burnout, as I unpack all of these different topics that um, we're diving deeper into. And I'm, I'm loving your feedback. I'm loving your reflection. And so please bring it coming. As I said, I am a projector. And so your feedback is often an invitation for me to go deeper, think wider, um, and just kind of be stimulated to think about things in a different way. So keep bringing the feedback. But welcome back, my loves. I am so happy to be sitting here with you today. And today we have a very, very special episode because today is my four-year business anniversary. Well, technically tomorrow is, but I wanted this to come out on my four-year Annie. Um, But we're very much in the energy. I'm so excited to celebrate. I have some fun things planned. Um, And I wanted to do a bit of a, I suppose four years feels like substantial. Like I'm kind of in shock that it's been four years. I'm kind of like, how could a little tiny baby like me (laughs) um, be in business for four years? It, It honestly kind of feels like that. And I was, as I was breaking the years down and looking at kind of the major themes, which is what we're gonna kind of do today, I'm gonna kind of walk you through the last four years of business and then really break down this last year in business. Um it's kind of, it's incredible to take a step back and to really recognize and to really see like the journey. Um, I posted a thread earlier today and I was like, maybe today is the day that you like stop and recognize yourself. And I think that, oh man, I think, you know, we are inundated with content around impact, around business, around um, entrepreneurship, around making money, around autonomy, choice, lifestyle, all of these things, right? These are things that we are very, very normal, like that are very, very normalized in our world, especially for our little corners of the internet that we hang out on. But let me assure you that there's nothing normal about what we're doing. Um, we are a very small portion of the world's population um, and the audacity, the bravery, the courage, um, the fearlessness that we have by choosing to build businesses, by choosing to um, create you know, financial sustainability by our own doing, by our own services, right? Um, to be able to create the lives that we do, to be able to pay our bills, like that in and of itself is a feat, right? And, and you know, I, I know as women and as high achieving humans, we are constantly holding ourselves to the highest standards. And so we can inevitably overlook that and just not even give ourselves credit for things like being able to sustain a lifestyle with our business or being able to pay our bills or, you know, having thousands of followers or human beings look to us as authority figures. Like these, this is really big. This is a really big deal, guys. And I think that, um, I mean, you're going to walk away from today's episode, hopefully with lots of juicy nuggets, but I would just love to invite you right now in this moment to just take a moment and maybe even just pause the episode and just think like, holy shit, like this is a big deal that I do this, whether you're side hustling, whether you're um, full time, 
the work that we're doing as humans, as leaders, as women, as business owners, as innovators, it's it's really big and important work. And I just want to recognize um, myself. <laughs> I want to recognize you guys um, because this is really special. And so, yeah, I, I sat down and I kind of really looked at the last four years of business and it's it's actually comical everything that's happened in the last four years so much has happened there's been so much growth there's been so much just wisdom gained naturally um there's nothing there's no business school like just starting a fucking business yourself and so really seeing the themes really seeing how things have grown and evolved is just crazy. So I'm going to walk us through that today. We're going to break it down year one, two, three, and four. And then I'm going to hone in on really the last six months because there's obviously a lot of magic there. Um, And then I have six takeaways. I wish it was four. I wish it was neat and tiny, tidy like that, but of course it's not. Um, and just some things that I want you to play in, some things that I want you to to hopefully learn from my lessons. You know, I think that the whole point of podcasting and the whole point of showing up and creating content, the whole point of sharing our stories is to hopefully impart some of the wisdom that we've gained through trial and error, through our own experiences, through failure, through fucking up, and hopefully giving you the keys to not have to do that, giving you the tools, the skills, the insight to go, okay, cool. Like Lex actually said, like, you know, recognition or zone of, we're going to hear it. But like, I hope that, that you, you take the things that I say seriously and that you apply them because it's fucking true. And, and I'm always, always telling you it in the most honest and authentic way that I can. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> that's what today's episode is going to look like. Um, we usually do a little time where we do a bit of a catch up. I'm just trying to think if I had, have anything to share with you. Life has been full. Life has been full. Businesses have been full. I have never had such a full client roster before which is really, really exciting. And it's just a really exciting time of life and business. Um, we have things uh, uh, evolving in TMC, which I'm going to be sharing more about the Midas coach. And for those of you who are coaches or who are aspiring coaches or wanting to add coaching into your repertoire, I'm going to have some things for you on the podcast for that as well. But things have been really, really fucking good. February was a full fucking month. It was my birthday month. It was like friend's birthday month. One of my best friends moved to Berlin. It was Galentine's. It was a wedding. Like we've had so much. And so it's just, again, it's so crazy to stop and recognize how far I've come in the last six months. Um, To think that six months ago, I was at my lowest of lows, like in my fucking life. Um, I was interviewing for jobs. I, my, my relationship was on the brink of falling apart. I was really just so incredibly lost. And, and to be at this point, only six months later, I know for us in the moment, six months feels like ages, but we know how quick time moves. And and to be here today talking to you with such clarity and such confidence and feeling so healed and feeling so fulfilled, it's it's actually like it's blowing my mind. And so, um, you know, I think February was like all of this evidence and all of this kind of byproduct of like, wow, like look at how much you've done. Like you've built community, you've built relationships that really fucking matter. Um, You've built a business that sustained you. You can detach from your business. Like there's so, so much. Um, There's been so much evolution. And so no real, no real updates other than just, it's a bit of a time of reflection. I think March is going to be a real, um, a real season of just reflection, rest, um, 
so that we can, we can speed up again in quarter two. That's not to say that not incredible things are coming out in March because, oh baby, they are. We have some really beautiful things in the works. But anyways, I feel like I'm talking so much. So let's get on with today's episode. Happy four-year business anniversary to me. I feel like this is such a feat. I don't know the stats. You know how they're always like, businesses close in the first year, businesses close in the first three years. I don't know what the stats are, but all I know is that I'm very fucking proud of this being our fourth year in business. It's it's crazy to me. It's really crazy to me. And something that has always been a massive problem for me is recognition I think I shared this on socials a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was on the podcast. I can't remember. But my first year in business, I made over $50,000. Like, and I would just lived in shame around that, guys. I lived in shame. And then year two, I made a little bit more. I think we sat around like the 65 mark. Um, and again, I sat in shame, right? Because it wasn't six figures, because it wasn't consistent five-figure months, right? And 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 I was constantly comparing myself to the highlight reel, to other coaches, to other leaders. I wanted so badly to be someone else and to be somewhere else and to have, you know, just a different business and, and, and to be at the point that I am now where um, everything looks so different externally, but so much internally and there's so much recognition. I'm, I'm really excited to kind of walk you guys through the years and, and for us to, for us to unpack that. So happy biz anniversary to me, to you. Thank you for being here. Some of you have been here from the very fucking beginning. Some of you were career coaching clients back in 2020. Some of you were my very first business coaching clients in 2021. And I just can't thank you enough. Like, I think that something I've always known is like we speak the same language. And I think especially in the coaching industry where everything is so white and boring and basic, <laughs> um, I found I found that I've built a real community of people who want more and who want to be better and who want to innovate and who want to lead and who want to create really cool shit, but they don't feel like they fit in these kind of traditional spaces. Um, and I'm very much like that as well. And so I feel like we've carved out and we're continuing to carve out our little corner of the universe. And so I can't, I can't celebrate my four-year business anniversary without thanking every single one of you, every listen, every like, every dollar paid into the business. Like I'm here because of you guys. And so I love you guys so much. With all that said, let's dive in. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through generally like year by year. I'm not going to go like week by fucking week, thank God. But I just want to give you some insight into, I suppose, the growth trajectory because it's it actually kind of makes sense. Like when I when I look at it and when I see where I am now, I'm like, okay, all of that was really necessary. And I know you guys know that the last six months have been really fucking huge for me. There's been a huge season of healing happen, a huge season of like blossoming as a woman, as a leader. Um, but I want to recognize that like these three and a half years were also so incredibly necessary for everything that you're experiencing now. We're going to talk about time a little bit at the end of the episode because I think that it's something that we need to talk about. And so anyways, let's dive in. So as many of you know, but maybe some of you don't know, I started my business on a whim. I, I quit my job in November of 2019 because I heard a voice one morning that said, it's now or never. Okay. Now, before you go calling the mental asylum, it was just kind of this intrinsic voice, right? It was kind of this inner knowing of like, it's now or never Lex. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And 
I quit my job on a whim. I worked in sales. They walked me. They were like, you can hang out for the rest of the day, but don't come back. Um, and that was that. I was immediately, quote unquote, self-employed. Um, I launched my business in March 2020. And as you know, shortly after March 1st, 2020, the pandemic happened. And so, you know, I think that so much of the pain and the struggle that I've experienced in my business journey has also coincided with the pain and, that I, and the pain and struggle that I experienced during the pandemic. I live in Melbourne, Australia. And as many of you know, outside of China, we had the harshest lockdown laws. Um, so we were locked inside for over a year and a half. It was really fucking brutal. And to be honest, I just think like looking back now, now I have the clarity to look back and see, like I was mentally unwell, like we were all doing our best, but like I was just not okay. And now I can really see that. And, you know, obviously combined with building a business and the pressure that, that, that comes with that, like, that's just the truth. Right. And so I launched my business March 1st, 2020. I, had never been a coach. I didn't even have social media. I started my Instagram Alexa coaches. It's so funny. I, I think about the day I started that. I remember sitting down with Aiden and being like, what do I call it? Like, what do I call this like Instagram? And I'm like, just Alexa coaches. And he's like, yeah, you can always like change it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then Alexa coaches just stuck. And now Alexa coaches is like what people call me and even what some people have, you know, mimicked, which is totally fine. Like take it. Um, but I think it's just so funny because it's like such a sweet, simple little Instagram tag. And so I had never been on Instagram for work related things. I wasn't a personal development junkie whatsoever. I just knew that I wanted to coach. I knew that I wanted to help people. I came from a recruitment background and I was like, I can coach people on resumes, on interviews, on, you know, growing in their companies, on getting promotions, on, you know, salaries, pay rise, all of those things. Right. And so that's how I started my business as a career coach. And you know, I started out with pure intentions. Like for me, I hadn't drank any of the Kool-Aid yet. I hadn't been on Instagram. I hadn't seen the industry. I had no fucking clue what was going on. And so I, I started so naive. Like I was like, yeah, like I'm going to have friends supporting me and they're going to be like passing my details around. And obviously if you've ever had a business, you know that that is just not the fucking truth. Like no shade to our friends because first of all, it's not our friends jobs to support our businesses, but they don't fucking help you. <laughs> and that's just the truth. At least mine didn't. Um, and it was probably, you know, March 1st, I, I launched my business. And it was probably around March 3rd that I realized, okay, having a cute little website with a few, you know, acuity links to book in calls probably isn't going to cut it. And so I remember it was like on March 3rd, I set the challenge of like, okay, well, I'm going to post on LinkedIn every single day. Um, because I didn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't know how to get clients. I didn't know anything. Right. I was just like, well, I'm sure more is more. I'm sure, you know, is if I post content, then people will see me. And as the universe would have it, I booked my first intensive client on the 31st of March which is crazy. Like when I, when I think about that and again, guys, like, I feel like I'm going to say this a hundred times during today's call or today's podcast, but recognizing like that is fucking crazy. Like I got my first client within a month of opening my doors as a coach in an industry that's so inundated and just like, that's amazing. Like I know in the moment I was like freaking the fuck out. And for the last three years, all I've done is criticize myself how I'm not far enough ahead but like now I have the wherewithal the clarity the maturity to look back and go holy shit I did that 
And so I just want to pass that to you. Can you please recognize yourself a little bit more? Can you think back to a time in your journey years ago where you can just kind of be in awe of yourself? Because like, that's fucking badass. Like starting a business, no experience. My parents aren't entrepreneurs. I had no context for anything. You know, realizing a couple days after I put my website live, it's going to take more than a website to get clients. And then doing, you know, being fucking scrappy, dude, like, Again, entrepreneurship is not for the faint, faint of heart. And, you know, I, I haven't been faint of heart for since the day I started. So got our first client that first month, which is fucking incredible. And it was, you know, as time went on, as I spent more time on Instagram, as I was growing my following, I just started to drink the Kool-Aid more and more. Um, I think it took a few months for sure. But, you know, by six, seven, eight months in, I was fully obsessed with this conversation of the five figure month. Like it was everything to me. And it's so ironic because in my role before in my, in my corporate career, I was making five figure months, you know, 8,000, 9,000, 10,000, even up to $12,000 months were, were normal paydays for me. Um, I worked in, you know, high, like hundred percent commission sales before I worked in recruitment. And so I was a very, you know, I, I did well, I, I got paid a, a, a fair, a, a, a great salary. And so it's not like this was a new or novel experience for me, but I held it on a pedestal so much. And I found myself in circles and I found myself following people who spoke to that insecurity, who spoke to that shallow metric. And it was like, if you are someone you are hitting five figure months. You are working towards the six figure year, right? And I just got lost along the way and it became my you know, sole focus and sole purpose, not to make impact, not to live in my capacity, but to hit this really shallow figure. And, you know, wouldn't you have it on my 11th month of my first year in business, I had my first 10,000 something dollar months um, from a group program launch that I did. And it was incredible. I remember I was in Tasmania for my birthday. Um, it was February 2021. So right before I was celebrating my first year in business and I was blown away. I was so excited. And then all of a sudden kind of the, re, you know, the, the, the facade fell down and I realized like, okay, cool. So I've made 10K this month. Um, it obviously wasn't 10K cash, but I was like, so now what? right? And I ended up blanking the next three months. So March, April, and May, I didn't make a dollar. Um, and, and that lesson really taught me about foresight. It really taught me about what it takes to build a business and how ultimately these fucking shallow milestones don't mean a fucking thing, right? Um, and so that was year, year one for you. You know, it was, it was all good, happy, pure intentions. And, and I'm still so fucking proud of myself for that first year. I, you know, started an amazing group program and lots of cool shit happened. I got recognized and just lots of cool things happened in that year, but obviously began to drink the Kool-Aid. And so year two came around and I, I call this kind of my finding myself year, right? This is kind of the year where I I started dabbling with business coaching, not because I wanted to. Um, actually, I did want to. I think there was like this unspoken thing. I don't really know if it exists anymore because I am a business coach now. But back in the day, it was like the cool coaches were all business coaches. And if you were like a life coach or like some variation of coach that wasn't business coach, you were like kind of like a less cool coach. I don't know. Maybe it's just a story I was telling myself, but that was definitely like an existing kind of urge for me was like, oh, I need to be a business coach. But obviously I didn't know how to build a business for the most part. Um, 
but it was wild. So like I was life coaching and I was really mindset coaching a lot. I kind of transitioned from career coaching to full-time mindset coaching and really kind of general life coaching. And I just started to get more and more clients who were like, well, I want to do what you're doing. Like I want to be a coach or I want to build my own business or I want to work for myself. Like, how did you do it? Right. And, and it wouldn't be like, that's what my, why they would work with me. But while they were working with me, this is kind of what we would uncover. And so I would start to just teach them anything that I knew, right. <laughs> anything that my coach had taught me, I'd just be like, Oh, well, like, this is what I do, or you should try this. And I kind of started to see like, Ooh, okay, wait, I do kind of have a knack for, for helping people in their businesses. And, um, you know, we started to see things work. And here's the thing, guys, like I have to recognize this, recognize this again. In the first year of my business, I made over $50,000. Like that is fucking crazy, dude. Like not many people do that. Right. And I lived in so much shame about that. I never even said it out loud until like a few months ago. Like that's fucking crazy. And year two was no different. Like we definitely had more consistency around signing clients and we made a bit more money that year. And so, you know, we kind of did relatively well, but as I came into the end of year two, I just was kind of like, is this it, right? Like it was constant roller coaster. It was constantly up and down. Yeah, I was making around, you know, $60,000, but it was in a really like high, high, low lows, very like, am I able to pay my rent this month? Like just a lot of scarcity and a lot of survival. And I remember, again, February is always very big months for me, just being an Aquarius and being a point of kind of reflection for me. I remember it was February, 2022. So right before I celebrated my third year in business. And I remember looking at Aiden and being like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And Aiden has always been the one to talk me off the ledge. He's always been the one to be like, you are meant to do this. You are special. Like, do what you need to do. And I had coincidentally started connecting with Carly, who many of you know, who is now a dear fucking friend of mine. Isn't it crazy how these things work? Um, And not only a friend, but a colleague, I guess. We work together inside of TMC. Obviously, it's her her program, but I co-lead alongside her. Um, And I spent $15,000 to be in a mastermind with her. I just felt like she spoke to me in a way I had never, ever experienced. And because I was so tired of the shallow metrics and chasing all of this bullshit, and she just spoke with such authority. I remember looking at her and being like, fuck, yes, so fucking cool. And I walked into my third year of business in that mastermind, which was really, really cool and a really transformative experience. But I will call my year three of business shambles and expansion. That's what <laughs> year three of business was. It was so cool in so many ways, but holy fucking shit, it was hard. And you know, when I look at the last few years, I, I just, again, I want to recognize like, wow, I have been through some shit. Like, And if you are in business as well and you're like, when does it end? (laughs) When does it fucking end? Like I hear you and I get it and I'm so empathetic for you. And hopefully today I can give you some tips and give you some insights into maybe when it ends or what it looks like to help, you know, help move it along a little bit. But as we sat in year three, so this is 2022 now. I just went through the deepest integrative season of my life, like when I tell you the universe was at fucking work inside of me, it was just crazy. I got introduced to this idea of standards and values and figuring out what my standards were and really beginning to figure out my own methodology as a coach and as a leader and um, just being called to like a next level of integrity. Like it was really, really cool. It was really, really expansive and being mentored by someone who I just respected so much and who spoke the same language as me, it it just changed my life. And so 
that was an incredible experience. And in year three, we had like our first $40,000 quarter. Like, you know, we were working towards that kind of multiple six figure experience and it was really, really exciting. But I just have to say like for, for me, a consistent theme has always been kind of theme has always been breakdown for the breakthrough. And I'm going to talk about that because I just, yeah, we're going to talk about it, but yeah. So year three, was so incredibly impactful. And, you know, again, I want to, I'm, I'm telling you this because I think it's important to recognize that like, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be experiencing all the success I'm experiencing right now. I wouldn't be experiencing all of this self-awareness and recognition and just goodness if it wasn't for all of this. And so I know we like to look at the current moment. We like to look at the last six months. We like to look at, you know, what tips, tricks, strategies is she utilizing right now? And yes, of course, it's very important, but Ultimately, these last four years built the person that you're having this conversation with today and time is an irreplaceable thing. And so we're going to get deeper into that, but I just wanted to add that in. And so as you know, year three shambles expansion, we ended year three on a really fucking high. So we had a $40,000 quarter, which was really fucking rad. Um, I started to really notice that I had a knack for programming. So like building coaching spaces. And I started to like deconstruct the way that I built my coaching spaces and they were really, really fucking cool. I built a membership. And so we went into 2023, which was last year. Um, and I felt like an innovator. Like I was like, cool, this is going to be the year that I like step into my innovator identity, my like leader of leader identity. Like I want to work with these clients I'm going to open a mastermind. I'm going to like do all of these things. And none of that happened. I did open the membership and it was really fucking cool, but it would not sell. Like people just did not get it. I don't know. Like we had a few people come in and we did really cool work inside of the membership, but like it, it didn't sustain itself. Like I couldn't keep it open because no one was buying into it. Um, and it was at a really low price, so it didn't even matter anyways. And so year four was like this last year in business. It, it, the first half of it was just like utter confusion. Like I felt like I was doing everything fucking right. Um, I felt like I was innovating. I felt like I was holding high standards. I felt like I was you know, kind of like ticking all of these boxes. And I was just so confused and that confusion turned into bitterness and that bitterness turned into resentment. And by the time June, July came, I was so broken. Like, and mind you, this had been on and off for years. Like the level of consumption that my business had over me, the hold, my entire identity, guys. And again, it was a bit of a perfect storm because I started my business right at the start of lockdown. And so, I didn't have to see friends. I didn't have to go out. I could just put all of my energy and focus into this fucking business. And it was like the perfect excuse. And so that those habits and that relationship fed into what happened when the doors, you know, opened and, you know, when we got out of lockdown and I just had the most unhealthy relationship with my business, which, you know, obviously I've spoken about in depth on this podcast. And, you know, when I look back at, at last year, it was really at its peak. Like I was so broken. My business was my whole identity and seeing it not work when I felt so connected and I was like, no, this is what I think I should be doing and it not work. Like I just felt like nothing. Like I felt all of my value was in it. I hated my life. I had no friends. I was so lonely. And now when I look at the impact that it had on my relationship, like my romantic relationship with Aiden, it's just so crazy. And I actually want to do an episode where we bring Aiden on and talk about, um, 
how the business has impacted our relationship. I think it would be really, really cool. Let me know if that's something you guys would be into. But um, yeah, and so the last year I've kind of themed it like breakdown, breakthrough, right? Um, so a, a pattern that I'm definitely done with, but yeah, there was so much bitterness, so much resentment. And as you know, um, in August, I, I really had like a breakdown. Like I really, it, it was just this point where I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like I, I really can't do this. And I, I booked a call with, um, a coach and psychic who's really, really lovely. And, and she connects you with your guys. And it came through so loud and clear in that session. It was like, you're playing so fucking small. You're caught up with all of this shallow bullshit. This is your whole identity. Like think fucking bigger. And you know, the, the infamous words that, that found me in that session were, do you really want to just be a fucking coach on the Instagram for the rest of your life? Like, is that your greatest aspiration? And I was like, holy fucking shit. Talk about getting like smacked upside the head. Um, and I just saw in that moment how small I had been playing and, 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 you know, I, I think that this is something that a lot of people can resonate with, but I just had this aha moment. And she was like, I really think you should spend some time off social media. And I, you know, she was like, I really recommend two weeks and two weeks turned into four weeks and four weeks turned into six weeks. And then I slowly started to kind of come back. And, you know, it was in those few weeks, really few months where I was barely online, where I just kind of sat in total acceptance of like, I want to have a good life. And if being in business isn't going to give me the best life, then I don't want to be in business anymore. And it was this really beautiful moment of surrender. It was this really beautiful moment of, um, are you doing this all for ego? Are you doing this all for show? Are you just still here because you're scared of what people will think or you're scared of starting over? Or, you know, I'm sure all of the thoughts so many of us have had when we've thought about going back, um, you know, and, and leaving our businesses. And, and, and so, you know, I was literally applying for jobs, guys. Like I, I sat in interviews with people like it was fucking crazy. And it was in that kind of interview process where I kind of realized like, okay, wait, I kind of know my shit. You know, when like you, you have a breakdown and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. I know nothing, like nothing's working for me. And it was kind of in that space and in that, you know, acceptance and in that surrender where I was like, okay, but I, I do know a few things. <laughs> and, um, and I just started to play with like, okay, cool. So if I was going to stay in business, what would that look like? But I just want to say that like that conversation happened like months after I had been burnt out. So it was like in October or even November, I think, um, where I had really started to give myself space to do that. Like for six weeks, I didn't even think about the business. Like I finished up my clients, like whatever clients I still had contracts with, obviously I like serviced them and, and sorted that out. But then eventually I, I didn't resign any clients. I closed my doors and I was just like, I just need to sit with myself. Right. And so, um, and so, sorry, I'm just leaking over here. Um, and so we just sat and, and, and this was totally unconscious. This wasn't like, I'm going to figure out what my expertise is, but it was just like, I don't know, why the fuck am I here? Like, if I'm going to be in business, like, what the fuck do I want to talk about? And for so long, I had been this business coach talking about these things that I thought I needed to talk about, talking about these things that I thought people wanted to learn from me, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, I don't give a fuck about launch strategy. I don't want to talk about it. I'm probably not the best person who can teach you about it. And yet I was teaching it in my program, right? It's like, make it make sense. But this is a very normal thing that business coaches and lots of coaches do is they talk about things that they think they need to talk about because they are a certain title, right? 
And so I kind of had this question of like, okay, cool. So if I could only talk about one thing, what would it be, right? What could I talk all day about? Um, What problems do I want to solve people with? And of course, ironically, guys, like I'm here to help people redefine success. I'm here to help people live fully fucking successful, to build fully successful lives and businesses, right? And the irony here is that's why I started my business to begin with, right? I come from a corporate background where people are perpetually burnt out, where people are perpetually miserable. I used to work with literally millionaires, guys, people who are making seven, eight, nine, hundred thousand dollars, million dollars who hated their fucking lives. And um, I remember being like, what is success? Like, what is success? If it's not having a million dollars in your bank account, if people are still fucking miserable with even that, like, what is success? Right. And I remember when I started my business, that's all I wanted to do. It was so simple. Right. And of course, I got lost in the sauce over time. Right. I got lost in the milestones. I got lost in the bullshit. I got lost in the ego. I got lost in all of that shit. Right. Um, and, you know, of course, now hindsight is 2020 and I look back and I see how every moment, every year was so necessary to bring me to this point of success, to bring me to this point of clarity. And of course, I kind of am like, like, you know, a lot of people didn't have to go through this much shit, but I don't know, you know, that's another story, another conversation. But I see how all of it's so relevant and I see how all of it's so important. And so the last year has just been one of what would the word be? I, I want to say like surrender, but surrender doesn't really feel right. I feel like acceptance and ownership and expertise and certainty. Like when I look at the last six months and I look at um, kind of the process that I've taken myself through of just radical clarity. I've already spoken about this a million times, but I worked with a friend of mine who's a copywriter and we sat down for literal months and just had conversations about what I wanted to do and the problems that I wanted to solve. And I had never done that before because I was always such in a rush to get on with it. I was always in a rush to be further along. I was always in a rush to be working with a different client. I was always in a rush to be making more money. I was always in a rush to be someone else, somewhere else at a different point further along. I was never present. I was never um, connected. And that's not to say that I didn't create good shit because I can look up, you know, across all points of my journey, year one, year two, year three, and I can see the magical shit that I created, the impactful shit that I created, right? But it, it makes me think of like the big leap and how he talks about you have a zone of excellence and then you have a zone of genius and the two are very, very different. And in the zone of excellence, you can do really cool shit and you can create really great stuff. And I think when I look at the last four years in business, zone of excellence, right? I am a good coach and I can, you know, help people build their businesses or change their mindset or, you know, any of these other things that I did, right? Really, really cool. And then I look at the last six months, you know, in particular, the last really like 2024. And I think zone of fucking genius, right? There's like a stark difference. And you guys are seeing this in real time. And I, you know, I share very openly with you, like you are seeing me blossom. (laughs) You are seeing me come into myself in a way that I've never experienced before. Um, And, you know, a lot of you are like curious and keen and want to learn more. And and I love that. And, you know, when I look back and reflect at at all of this, you know, there's just so much to unpack. And so I've got a couple of things that I want to share. I hope that that was helpful. I, I love sharing my experience with you. I feel like, you know, I'm, I can't remember what channel it is in my human design, but I have a channel that is like, I teach people through sharing my experience. I impact people through sharing my experience. Um, 
and and I also love sharing my experience. Like I, I really, really enjoy it. And so I hope that that was helpful and I'm going to unpack it for you in these kind of six points that I have. So the first thing is, is a quote by Julia Cameron. And it's a quote that I've taken with me every day of my fucking life. And it's, it's longer than this, but this is kind of the first sentence of the quote. And it's what you really want to do is what you're really supposed to do. That just kind of gave me goosebumps and made me want to cry. Um, <laughs> what you really want to do is what you're really meant to do. And I think that we live in worlds where we feel like it's all big one. Te- it's all one big test where we think um, desire can't be our authority, right? Um, where we think uh, it has to be more complicated than that, right? What about success? What about money? What about bills? What about being a grown up? It doesn't really matter, what you really want to do is what you're really supposed to do. And that has never been more true and more like exampled in our world today. Like we have people making money, building businesses off of a million different fucking things. Right. And so, you know, I, I look back at my day one in business, how I just genuinely wanted to create more fulfilling lives for people to help people break these really toxic cycles around work and burnout and help them live really fulfilled lives. Um, and how it's taken me nearly four years to be able to embody that and do that work like pretty fucking crazy. Right. And so what you really want to do is what you're really supposed to do. And then a a beautiful follow-up question is what do you really want to do? What are you really fucking here to do? You know, we can get so caught up in the coulds and the shoulds and the wouldas and the supposed tos and the but, 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 right? And the ego and the shallow shit. Like, what do you really want to do? I was having a conversation with a client yesterday and she's a wonderfully successful coach and she's just pivoting and working out some things. And um, she's like, you know, I'm kind of scared because I don't talk about metrics a lot. I don't talk about, you know, do this and you're going to earn X amount of money or this is going to get you this many followers and blah, blah, blah. And I, I kind of said to her, I was like, well, I didn't say any of that to get you inside of this space, right? I don't talk about money. Um, and, you know, we can feel so pressured from the outside world, from other people, from other experts, from from other people inside of our industry to be like, oh, well, they talk about that. So I, you know, I should talk about it. But then we fucking hate it and it's cringe and it just doesn't align with our values. And so to that, I say what you really want to fucking do is what you're really supposed to do. So get clear on what you really, really, really want to do and also what you really, really, really don't want to do, because I think that that's just as equally as important um, and cling to it and fucking cling to it, right? The second thing that I want to talk about, and this is something that I really began to play with in my third year of business, is this conversation of standards and byproducts. Um, What you're seeing right now in my journey is you're seeing a lot of byproducts right now. You're seeing me get invited onto like 10 bajillion podcasts, which is so fucking fun. You're seeing me sell out launches. You're seeing me sign consistent clients, make money, like all of these really cool things, admittedly very fucking cool. Um, And you need to understand that they are byproducts, right? And so for so long in my business, I chased byproducts. I chased byproducts. I chased outcomes. I chased outcomes um, to no avail, right? To, 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 no success came from that, from chasing the milestones, chasing the money, chasing the recognition, right? I always wanted to be recognized. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to feel secure and safe in my business. I wanted all of these things, right? And I would chase them. I would chase them. I would chase them until I realized that chasing things, chasing outcomes, chasing byproducts doesn't actually get you them. 
and that you need to actually ask, what is the standard that I need to hold myself to if I desire a byproduct, if I desire an outcome? And that train of thought completely shook me. Um, I've never heard anyone speak about standards and byproducts this way. I, at least as far as I know, am one of the only people inside of the industry speaking about standards and byproducts in this way. Um, And I think it's just such a fucking cool way to think about the shit that we want. Cool. I want to make more money. What will that be a a byproduct of, right? I literally had a client message me this morning and this is why good coaching, exceptional coaching is so fucking cool is she was like, cool. I think I'm really ready to start to sell this thing. And she's like, the first thing that I thought was like, okay, cool. What would, what will these clients be a byproduct of? And I was like, yes, baby. She's asking the right fucking questions. Right. And so instead of hyper fixating on byproducts and outcomes, becoming obsessed with standards and holding the highest standards for yourselves and really knowing the standard that you want to hold for yourself. All right. Three values and integrity with those values. So values for me have really come into play in the last year, um, radically in the last six months. Um, Something that I've always done is kind of been, (laughs) this is really harsh. I'm not going to say that. Um, Something that I noticed in year three of business was that I was a bit of an imposter. So I felt like an imposter, like I had imposter syndrome because I was one. Um, I would say all these right things online and I would create content about certain things or I would tell my clients to do certain things, but I wasn't walking my talk myself, right? And so this concept of integrity really came in and, and really expanded my whole world. And then in the last year, this conversation of what are your values and what does it look like for you to live them radically? And now this is one of the core things that I work with with my clients. Like, what are your fucking values? No wonder you feel so fucking lost. You have nothing at the core of what you do. It's just more, more, more. It's business, right? Of course, your business is going to be your life. Of course, hustle is going to be the thing that gives you value and right. And so, you know, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the last four years is, is just the importance of knowing your value, knowing who the fuck you are what you stand for, what you believe in, right? And I know so many of you listening to the pod, you want to be leaders, you are leaders. Okay, cool. I guarantee you one thing that a leader knows is their fucking values. They know who they are, they know what they believe in, and they know what it looks like to live in integrity with those things. And so, um, you know, a massive, you know, part of my integration as like a leader and as a leader of leaders is this, is this piece right here is my values, knowing what makes me successful, knowing why I'm here, knowing what success looks like, knowing what failure looks like, um, and really striving to live in integrity with those every day. Four, this is something that I already mentioned, but really living in the zone of genius rather the zone of excellence. Um, this just feels fucking good guys. (laughs) Like, it kind of reminds me of the what you really want to do is what you're really supposed to do. Like when you are in your zone of genius, you will fucking know it. Like you are an unstoppable force. And this is something that I'm going to teach you guys in a free resource that I have coming out soon. I have a podcast coming out about it soon. I'm going to be talking on podcasts about it soon. I'm really, really excited to partner with you guys in this. But zone of excellence versus zone of genius, even zone of competency versus zone of, zone of genius. Um really taking the time to get here. And that brings me to the next point, which is point five, time. I think I I would be remiss if I did not say that for the last three and a half years, I just didn't give myself any time. Like I said, I was constantly trying to be somewhere else. I was constantly disappointed with myself that I wasn't, you know, like these overnight successes and these quantum leap bullshit, like time, 
oh, I was just constantly giving myself shit. I lived in shame for so long. I need to like do some journaling on that because there was just, I need to forgive myself for that because I was just so cruel to myself for so long. Um, Give yourself some time, guys. Like one of the things I find myself saying to my clients recently is it's meant to take time. (laughs) right? Like we're so used to coaches promising us, yeah, 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 we'll make that happen in no time. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. Quantum leap. Yeah. (laughs) Six months. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's probably going to take you some time. It's probably going to take you at least three to six months, not days, not weeks. (laughs) Like great things take time. Not always, Beautiful things can happen quickly. I believe that. I look at me and where I'm at. Six months is not a lot of fucking time, guys. In the in the big scheme of life and how much beautiful big shit I'm going to build in my life, six months is nothing, right? But will you give yourself time? Will you be present in this moment and really own where it is that you're at? For so long, I just could not accept the fact that I was not further ahead and it ruined my business. Like it literally, I made less money. I had less clients. I created programs that weren't right because I just wouldn't accept the fact that I was where I was at. Right. And so the last six months have just been a beautiful like recognition of like, this is where I'm at. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. I'm sure in six months I'll like doing other things as well on top of that. But like Everything you're seeing right now is a byproduct of time. And I think for a very long time, I hated the phrase slow and steady. I hated the phrase, you know, great things take time. I hated the idea that anything would take time. I wanted it now, 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 now. And I get it. I totally get it. But will you give yourself time? Will you allow yourself to be in this present moment so that you can have all of those things? Like I promise in that spaciousness and in that giving yourself permission to take your time, like, oh, you will just... There's so much goodness in it. And ultimately, guys, like it takes time to find your zone of genius. It takes time to flesh out your values. It takes time to understand your your magic, right? It does. It does. I know you don't want it to. I know you want to do it in a week in a Google Doc. I know. But you need more time. There will be magic in time. Trust the process. Trust that two, three months, like there will be fucking gems waiting for you, Okay. And then my final thing, and I think this is just such a cool note to, to finish on, is the courage to clarify. And this might feel random in this list, but I think that we work in industries where everyone, where like everyone is trying to be everything for everyone, right? Like we don't want to miss out on clients. We want to solve every problem. And I think that something that I've really learned in the last six months you know, and in, in, in really using the last three and a half years as, a, as an example is like, I tried to be everything for everyone. I try to solve everyone's problem. I try to attract every person. I try to solve every problem. I try to pretend I was something that I wasn't. And I think that what's been so liberating is having the courage to clarify and just being like, yeah, I don't really do that. Yeah, I don't really coach on that. Yeah, I don't really work with people at that stage or I don't really work with people looking for those deliverables, but I can send you to someone who does. The courage to clarify. And then I think, you know, as a continuation of that, the courage to clarify, like you're a genius, the courage to clarify why you're here, the courage to ask the questions like, who do I want to be in this industry? What kind of leader do I want to be? Right now, my favorite thing is just giving giving my clients questions, asking my clients these questions because they're so expansive and giving them time to clarify. Do you have the courage to clarify? Can you clarify this question for me? Can you clarify it for yourself? The moment you do, 
clarity is a catalyst. You will start to feel more connected to it. You will start to see what living in integrity is with it. And you'll start to notice that it's actually reality. And it's not just something that you wrote on a Google doc for your coach. And so those are my six little takeaways from the last four years in business. What you really want to do is what you're really supposed to do. Standards and byproducts, values and living in integrity with them, being in your zone of genius, giving yourself time and the courage to clarify. I have absolutely no clue how long we've going. I feel like it's been kind of a long episode, so I'm going to just wrap her up here. But I hope that you will like have a cocktail in my honor this weekend or something. Um... I'm really proud of myself for still being here, to be perfectly honest. Like I already shared, six months ago, I was interviewing for jobs and I was really considering closing the doors for all of this. And so the fact that I'm here having this conversation with you, celebrating wins that just blow my fucking mind, working with clients that blow my fucking mind, feeling so incredibly confident, clear, and recognize it's just it's a testament to this work. Um, and and yeah, it's just incredible. So happy birthday to me in this beautiful business. Um, I'm so grateful to be here and to be with you. And so please share your feedback for today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave us a review. With all of that being said, I cannot wait for next week's um, episode. It's going to be the one on expertise, which I know so many of you are dying for. So until then, I hope you have a beautiful week, my loves, and I will see you in the next episode of the Full of Herself podcast.